0: we're on good evening everyone and welcome to episode number 42 of the freshman parking lot podcast God, time flies and you're having fun yeah the jackie robinson episode there isn't even another 42 that comes close is there i don't think so okay just before the episode i asked like hey you got a number he's like oh yeah for sure i, I got one <clears throat> didn't come to mind but very well should have so here's When they decided to retire 42 for all of Major League Baseball, they said that, hey, anybody that is wearing that number now is kind of grandfathered in until they retire. And there was a there was a fair number of people, um, but I think none of them well, there's nobody close to the caliber of Mariana Rivera or very few close to that caliber in the history of the game. Right. He was the last one, I believe. Yeah, I don't think there's any more. Yeah. Um, there, there was a couple of guys in the College World Series, which I thought was kind of cool. Black kids wearing the number, and I would hope that would be the reason that sure. they were wearing it. Ooh, um, Okay, keep going. Well, that, that was all I had. No, you sent a statistic about, we um, talked about College World Series, oh. but. Uh, College World Series versus the uh, women's softball World Series, yeah, and um, the maybe not revenue, but definitely TV audience that both of those attracted this year, and and for the last quite a few years, um, the women's college World Series has I don't know want to say outdrawn, um, but outdrawn in terms of TV viewers, the men's. Well, it, and it was, I don't know if it was 1.1 million lead viewers compared to seven, 700,000 for the men's game. Like, like average view, right? Average the like championship even, there was like 2.1 to like 1.7 or something million. <clears throat> and the only thing that came to my mind was, oh, I didn't think it would be that close. I just, to me, it, it's been so for so long that the women have been out drawing the guys. Yeah. <clears throat> that it really um, didn't surprise me. The, the more surprising thing was that it was within – that you know percentage that it was so and i, I watch both of them rather religiously but yeah it's uh it's a much more exciting watch and what well, i think it, it kind of draws it a little bit we're going to talk about a little bit today it's probably a little sure. main just like this but hey what's our sponsor tonight sponsor tonight we are brought to you by the deer district boom our bucks are mm. can i say our bucks can i say our bucks yeah, you in Wisconsin for okay. over half your life, right? I think I am over half my life now. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, our Bucks are in the NBA Finals. They're down one to one to nothing right now. No big deal. But I, I agree, no big deal. Um, the Deer District has been a hop in place. I think uh, they had more people in the Deer District last night watching that game on a big screen outside than they can fit in Pfizer Forum. Which is pretty cool. Really cool. And great for the... I just, I feel good for the the businesses and the shops and, and everything down in that area. Then in the last year they probably lost out and I hope that they are uh, making up some lost revenues and uh, able to enjoy it and, and part of me wanted to go down there and I, and I still might um, as, as the series goes on. Um, but there's been some, I heard like a shooting and some other stuff going on there. I'm like, eh, do I really want to go down there? I was going to say, is that what made you want to go down there? No. Okay, good. But the answer is like, yeah, I do. Like, that sounds like a blast and a great way to, to watch. I don't know about watching game, but pregame for sure. Well, it's, it's like anything else. I don't think you're going there to necessarily get the best viewing experience. Right. It's the atmosphere. And- for sure. I don't think, well, me personally anyways, and I probably talked about it before, I think going to an NFL game is terrible for watching the game. Sure. Like, I actually don't enjoy or feel like I got anything out of the game, but the atmosphere is usually pretty good. Oh, if I go to an NFL game, I look at all the things you don't see on TV. I but will there's say, so many things you see on TV that you don't see in a stadium. and Right. You know, both sides of that. So, as like the official – in me. I'm watching the officials more. I'm watching the sidelines. I'm, I'm watching all these other things that you wouldn't have the experience watching on TV. And then I'm watching the replays on the big screen like everybody else because you can't see what really goes on in the play. Speaking of officials, I officiated my first three basketball games of my life today. Any controversial calls? No, it's summer league basketball. Nobody okay. cares. Um, the well, controversy is how much my feet hurt right now. You got to get shoes that fit. Oh, man, do my feet hurt. That's so what happens when you steal your son's shoes. That's an accurate statement. <laughs> so, Hey, um, do we want to have a trivia question? Well, I just want to quick give a shout-out to Justin. Uh, oh, yeah. We're man down tonight, um, which <clears throat> obviously goes much better with the third of the three amigos, um, all three spots of the parking lot filled. Um, but he yeah. is on his There's parking available the parking available we tried getting uh your son to join us but he uh gave us a cold shoulder he was a respectful no thank you yeah um i told him he'd be such a cool freshman this year if he uh joined us for a whole show yeah he was our first guest though yes he was <clears throat> but anyway, justin's on an awesome family trip uh they're doing like what a three week out west kind of road trip and i think he's in the the, the mountains right now so um I picked my beer tonight based off of the fact that it has some mountains on it. Uh, so shout out to Black Rocks 51K IPA and Justin run at 51K. <clears throat> he's the only one of the three of us that can do that. That's true. Um, no, they're, I think they're having, we haven't seen any pictures yet, but we've heard it's uh, pretty amazing scenery and things like that. And he's going to try to join us next week from the Pacific Northwest. He thinks he'll maybe have a little better internet service there. Hopefully, that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, Trivia. Trivia. <laughs> Um, one Albert Pujols is still playing and he's in the lineup tonight for the Dodgers. And uh, Albert Pujols is not and never has been considered or confused for fast. Okay, let's for the listeners that are maybe baseball fans, Albert Pujols, 6'5, 250 probably. Yeah, okay, I would say that's probably close. First baseman, first baseman, and and not what I would. Or Dennis you would call great running form. Sure, um, but Albert Pujols. But he can hit a ball. He can hit a ball. Great oh, hand-eye right. coordination, and and the first ballot Hall of Famer. <clears throat> um, he. Well, I was gonna I was gonna state the facts, but I'm asking him the question, so I can't state the facts. Um, what would you guess? Two questions would be his career success rate. Of stolen bases, and when would you guess would be the last time Elbert Pujols was thrown out trying to steal a base? Well, because it's a trivia question, I'm gonna I'm gonna err higher than I think it is. Okay. <clears throat> Originally, when you when you said that, my my mind went to like seven percent, right? Like, okay, that dude shouldn't be stealing bases. But because you asked the question, he probably steals at opportune times. <clears throat> I know they don't give stolen bases on a on a no contest throw, but there's get yeah, times in a game when when it's not really being contested. Yep. Um, pick times wisely. <clears throat> I'm gonna say it is what is league average? 50 for right around 45, 50%. I uh, it's it's gonna be high. League average is probably higher than that. Okay. I'm gonna put him at seventy five percent. Okay. And I'm gonna say the last time he got thrown out was twenty fifteen. Holy shit. 73% in 2015. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. And I know you were watching the game because it's no, on ESPN and you don't have that. I don't get that station. <laughs> Speaking of things I do get, though, the Farmer 5 that I got to watch the Bucks game at home last night. So, um, shout out to the NBA for finally putting some uh, games on the Farmer 5 network for me. <laughs> hey, you got to get to the finals and then you can watch your team. I guess. <laughs> feel bad for the rest of the teams, but... <laughs> All right. Well, where are we going tonight? Well, you, you brought up a little name, image, likeness um, as far as college athletics goes, and um, you said an, you said an article today. You want to talk about that a little bit? Well, sure. So first of all, name, image, likeness went into effect. Was it this week or July first <clears throat> in some states? That says okay. Well, it's an NCAA rule, and some states have laws. Correct. Correct. And 40, I believe it was 49 states either have pending legislation or have it passed already. You know, I believe only 30 have it passed already. Right correct. Okay. The rest have it pending, except what state still has no legislation and nothing pending. Is it ours? Yes. Wisconsin has done nothing. Well, okay, first, let's back up. Name, image, likeness basically means that college athletes – are able to profit off of their name, image, or likeness, uh, unlike in the past. So they can sign autographs for money, they can appear on commercials, they can be spokespeople, they can get endorsements, things like that. Money off of video games. Sure. Um, It surprises me that Wisconsin is the one because Graham Mertz, the Wisconsin quarterback, has created his own logo. And he has a website where he's selling merchandise, like yeah. Grand Mertz T-shirts. First of all, Grand you are not nearly good enough to do that. You had one good game, yep. And second of all, how is he doing that? If is it because maybe he's selling it online and he's not selling it physically in the state of Wisconsin? I don't understand. I don't know there's a lawyer making some money off of that. But two things: one, absolutely correct, that Grand Mertz. Um, isn't, but because he is a big 10 quarterback, <clears throat> because he is self-promoting, he will do very well for himself doing this. I don't blame a guy. I you the opportunity you do it. I can't blame him, but man, it, it seems and I have he's the only one that I've really dug into other than a couple of the other ones that we might talk about here. Uh, but he's the only football player I've dug into. It seems really selfish. But maybe that's what this whole thing is all about. Well, in Charles Barkley, a guy who I probably don't listen to um, for more than the comedic side of it very often, came up with a great point this week. He said he's going to bring up so much animosity in the locker room. Yeah. Because the running back or the quarterback are going to make all this money, potentially. <clears throat> and he brought up the fact if this was up, they asked him about it when he was in college. He went to college with Bo Jackson. And he said, Bo Jackson would have been making millions, right? He could have named whatever he wanted. He was the best college running back of the day. <clears throat> but he did—he is none of that if the offensive linemen aren't doing their jobs. And now offensive linemen are not making money off of name image and likeness like the marquee, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, maybe an elite defensive player. So – how much animosity is going to be brought into that locker room that you're the running back and I'm the offensive tackle and I make all the holes for you to run. You're making money on Saturdays, signing your name at the car dealership and I'm at home, not making any money except I'm working out to make sure you are better. I think that the smart running back better say to buddy Garrity at the, at the Ford dealership that, Hey, I'm not coming unless he comes and gets to sign next to me. Which I hope would happen, but might not, but definitely might not. So who do we think maybe has already cashed in the most on this? And you and I have done a little bit of research. It's not who we think it would be. No. So we've had a couple articles One. Yeah. Um, A gymnast from, a freshman gymnast from LSU, LSU, and some twin uh, women's basketball players from Fresno State. Correct. that Havender Twins, maybe? I I don't remember the name. But they're making it off of social media, and they're making a lot off. They have the ability to make millions off of their followers on social media. So you sent me the article about this LSU gymnast, and I just saw the name. And kind of went, okay, went to their Instagram page and saw this girl has been preparing for this moment for a year. Because I went back through all of her um, Instagram pictures. One, she's a attractive looking female, very athletic, but she has very professionally processed photographs of herself. <clears throat> almost to the point where it seems like there's a photographer following her around. I, I don't think almost. I think absolutely. But it's not just recent. It no, no. goes back. So she has this huge following. Yep. And she is considered one of these influencers. Mm-hmm. And because of her following has the ability to make money off of herself. So it's a, I was going to say a pair. Really three female athletes. One of whom is in a complete non revenue sport. Gymnastics is a taker, not a maker in terms of the budget. Who is, or so far, anyways, has cashed in. Now, maybe that's because of where we're at in the calendar. Maybe when we get to. By the way, she's not even an elite athlete in her sport. Oh, she's not? Oh, I didn't know that. Participant. Okay. Uh, Maybe when we get into the college football and the men's basketball season, uh, things change to where maybe common people think it would be, where those running backs, quarterbacks, big-time college basketball players are the ones that are topping the list. But maybe not. But I think you'll always have those outliers that just do a really good job on whatever their niche is, and good for them. Oh, absolutely. Make hay while the sun shines. Well and, and Hardeny says, Will this help college basketball keep kids around longer? That would be late first, second round picks. Instead, they're like, Oh, I can make equivalency by staying in my school. Yeah, I don't think they can make equivalent to an NBA money though. If your option is a late No, but okay, maybe not equivalent to the money that they will make, but still make more than the average Joe on the street. Maybe. Did, did you see the tweet that JJ Reddick sent out? Greatest tweets ever. Do you have it on <laughs> here? I'm like, <clears throat> so JJ Reddick, Duke, right? Former duke Former Duke basketball player. And I got it right here. Let me to read it? Yeah. JJ Reddick tweets, from 2004 to 2006, I would have made a bag of money on NIL endorsements. Sadly, I would have blown it all on Natty Light and Lacoste Polos with the collars popped, of course. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the fact that you can like, say that in a self-depriving way like is so awesome. Oh. The best, though, is that Natural Light has a Twitter comp and responds to him and says, it's not too late, JJ. <laughs> Uh, great for both of their brands <laughs> for today. Didn't even realize Natty Lights um, was still a thing. I didn't either. And I didn't think that anybody at Duke would have been drinking it. No, maybe Natty Ice, but definitely not Natty Light. I, I don't think it could be anything. If you went Natty Ice, you got. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, two it, weeks in a row. Is it? A, oh, yeah, we got a big old pretzel courtesy of Patty's here in Fort Atkinson. Uh, can we give a shout out to Patty's? Absolutely. Um, Patty's, Patty's is quite possibly the best managed and, um, well, let's just say, best managed establishment in town. A uh, couple weeks ago, I went in there to pick up fish. And I was given money by my wife to go and pick up fish. I come back with the change and she says, well, where's the rest? We got to, we got to go up. We got to see the Rooney's nursery sign. <laughs> Plus I don't want you all looking at my guts. Um, and I said, well, that's all the money you gave me. She says, no, it's not. Well, Aaron, the owner of Patty's, then Finds me on Facebook and sends me a Facebook message that says, hey, when you were in the pub tonight, you dropped a 20. I've got it in an envelope behind the bar for you. Tonight, went in to pick up our food. And the first thing she does is she gives me this envelope with a 20 in it that I dropped in there two weeks ago. Then get home and Sarah's like, where's the pretzel? We ordered a pretzel. I was like, oh, I don't know. Aaron again. Facebook messages me about a I don't know half hour forty five minutes later. says, "This time you forgot your pretzel and then delivered it to the house." This is said pretzel. One of these. A, it's delicious. B, I didn't know they had such big, big soft pretzels. See, I answered the door when she came to drop off the pretzel. Okay. She opens up the, I open the door, and she's like, you're not Mr. Bosch." Oh, yeah, she knows. I'm like, no, not at all. But she's like, here, and then told me what happened. Also, not sure how she knew where we lived, but best business owner in town. Huge shout-out. They can a sponsor of the show tonight. They should be a sponsor of the show. Um, also, best fish fry in town. I would agree with that statement. That's what we got when I dropped my 20 on the ground. <laughs> so, name, image, likeness. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's going to get some fringe athletes in football or basketball, really to stick around for another year because they'll be able to make something versus nothing and uh, be able to get a college education, mm-hmm. see the value for that. And, uh, Are you Nathan's dad? Oh, now we got, now we got neighbors join us. No, I'm not Nathan's dad. I'm Brogan's dad. What? Nathan's dad is across the street. See you, bud, hi. What, what's your name? Hi. <laughs> we we got a whole peanut gallery in here. This today. might be the best live audience that we've had. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Hey. hey what? What's your name? I'm Brian and that's Brad. Hi. Hi. What's your name? That's Elian. Elian, oh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> what just happened? We got the best live audience. <laughs> Um, Even at the Riddell's Roadhouse, we didn't have that good of an audience. we did not. Um, So the, the other article that we had was there's an MMA gym down in Miami. The owner of this gym says that he's going to give every scholarship football player at the University of Miami $500 a month to promote his gym on social media. Just want to point out There's that he, 90 scholarship players. That's over a half million dollars. I think it's $504,000. Yeah. To promote his gym. Okay. And, and here's what my mind automatically goes to like the financial side, right? Like, what's in it for this gym owner? Will he be able to make that much off of it? Well, he claims he just wants his team to be good because he's been, in his words, Shit on by his Gator and Seminole friends for the last 20 years. Okay, that's fine. But what are that, but that? That's a half million dollars. That's not worth a half million dollars. No. It's worth some publicity in the paper to this week. But when the rubber hits the road, is he going to do it for a month or two months and then stop? Because that's what I would do. It better be a hell of a lot of gym memberships. Right, Because if you don't get a return on that investment, that's a terrible investment. Yeah, now he has said that he's starting, um, I don't know if it's like a foundation or a fundraiser, but he wants to get other businesses in the South Florida area involved to basically raise money to pay these athletes to be spokespeople. Yeah, so he doesn't have to. That's probably a very good point, (laughs) right? He's like, oh crap. They picked this up. This is going public now. I have to do it. Right, you got to put your money where your mouth is yeah. at some point. And so, speaking um, of putting things where your mouth is, <laughs> great I'm, segue. I'm go the segue. Um, Shakari what's your last name? Richardson. Richardson. She was uh, putting. She was smoking a little bit. Some lefties. Some. I was gonna say hippie lettuce. Okay, um, God, we are like. Straight up old white guy. Yes, yes. Well, I am. Middle age. I don't know about that. I'm going to live to be 100, so I'm not middle yet. Okay. But she failed a drug test after um, winning at the Olympic trials, 100 meter, and was served with a 30-day ban by, I don't know if that was U.S. track and field or the... U.S. track and field. Okay. um, Which was reduced from a 90-day ban to a 30-day ban. Um, so was not going to be allowed to compete in the 100 meters at the Olympics because her 30 days would not have been up. There was talk that right after the 30 days was up is the four by 100 meter uh, relay and that she was possibly going to be a part of that. Well, today, US Track and Field said, no, she's not. Uh, We can certainly talk about uh, rules and things like that that we don't necessarily agree with and maybe talk about the changes But in the spirit of all this, she will not be a part of the U.S. Olympic team this year. Okay, so a couple things. First of all, I told you, like, I got so into watching the Olympic trials Mm -hmm. when they are on, right? Because the Olympics does a great job of putting it on TV for the average person to watch. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash. So I'm watching the Olympic trials. This lady was flamboyant might be an understatement. She's coming out, she's got the dyed hair, her fingernails are like three inches long, her eyelashes three eyelashes, might be up. Three inches long. eyelashes all done up. And when she raced, when that when that gun sounded, she blew away the competition. So before the race, my wife and I were joking, like, who is this girl that thinks she's all dressed like this? And then she competes, and I just look at my wife and go, She can back it up. It's yeah. okay. So she's a legitimate. Gold medal hopeful for the United States. She won, I'm not going to say handily, but I'm fairly handily in the 100 meter dash. And um, spoke very well and and gave a great interview afterwards that kind of made me go from thinking she was crazy to like, hey, she's kind of likable. Okay. Okay. So this news came out out, and I'm like, oh, um, not surprised. Um, and I and I guess I'm not surprised that any athletes would in any facet. Um, but that was a little bit more taken back on, well, why are they testing for that? Right. I think that's probably the question that we can go down the road of is they're testing for it. It's illegal. They're in the state of Oregon where it's legal. It's legal. Okay. Um, it's not can, a performance. Can we talk about that for first? Yeah. We want, I want to talk about not a performance enhancement, but there's a, there's a big percentage of population that I've read comments or articles or quotes saying it's legal where she was doing it. That does not matter if it's against the rules of the organization. Oh, I understand. It does not matter if it's legal where you were doing it. So anybody that's saying that, that's, I'm sorry, you've lost all credibility in this argument with me. And I'm not even saying. No, it's legal. It, you are not in a legal predicament. Correct. It's just against the rules rule of the rules of the organization. Of the organization. Now let's talk about the performance-enhancing part. Okay. It's if anything, it's a performance detractor. I and would. We're talking about track and field. I would think so. And so the fact that it's. A banned substance that's going to cause a suspension and cause her to miss the Olympics. That part, I don't understand. Now, the fact that it's the rule, okay, she's gonna serve, and she doesn't seem to be putting up a stink about it. She's like, yeah, I did it. She is so classy about it. I I am so appreciative of the way that she has responded. I'm not quite as appreciative of all every other Tom, Dick, and Harry yeah. weighing in on, on either side of it. I don't It should have been an interview with her. Her response, we're good. I don't understand why the suspension or the I guess the rule is the rule. It, it's not a performance enhancer. But the fact that it is the rule, she's got to serve the suspension, and maybe this serves to change the rule. Absolutely. But, but that doesn't mean – that then, well, we gotta retroactively go back and like like the rule's are rules. Okay, segue quick. Yeah, I think I know where you're going. Name image likeness. Yeah. Drives me nuts that these athletes are coming back. Mainly I'll say Reggie Bush, yeah. Saying that he should get his Heisman back. No. Nope. No way, Reggie Bush. No, nope. not even close. That wasn't that wasn't a questionable rule at that time. That was a known rule. It, at that it, time. it was the rule, and you broke it and it was 15 years ago, or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, we don't retroactively go back and give you your Heisman. And and Chris Weber and the Fab Five, they don't go back. No. Like, it's just not a thing. I'm sorry. You broke the rule. That was the rule. It doesn't matter that it's not a rule anymore. Absolutely. If they raise the speed limit where I got a speeding ticket last month, do I get (laughs) reimbursed? I don't know. I'll ask Cambridge. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Go back. That's, all, that's all I got. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm fed up with people saying, well, it's a dumb rule. So she should be in. Well, it's a rule. So let's talk about changing the rule. Correct. It's only a dumb rule because it just went from the U S having a gold hopeful to hopefully they'll have a silver bronze to, to Jamaica winning the gold. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but assuming that there's somebody else that was close to her, because she wasn't a, a world she was a world holder this year either so um, close yeah i it just i think we sound like you said old men but and, and that's probably why there's that rule right because what the, um, the IOC is probably made up of a bunch of old white guys yeah uh, we didn't plan to talk about this but the olympics are in a little bit of trouble right now too they're going to start in, what, a, a week and a half, yeah, two weeks maybe. And Japan, Tokyo specifically, is declaring a brand new state of emergency with COVID. And they've already said there will be no uh, foreign fans and, and no crowds approaching 10,000 people in any of these venues. The stadium where they're going to do the opening ceremonies is like a, a multi-billion dollar structure. And it's going to be empty. And they stand to lose between 3 and $4 billion if they don't hold the Olympics, which is why they're pushing forward and saying, no, we're holding the Olympics. I'm wondering what They're going to lose money no matter what. Yeah, and they do every year. So but you're going to lose more now. I'm wondering what happens if... <clears throat> they Don't hold the Olympics. Does the IOC and the Olympics go bankrupt and cease to exist ever again? Can they push back another year? Which I don't think they will do. I don't think they will either because then they're really off kilter with the winter and the summer and all right. that. Now you're doubling up with winter, which they used to do Absolutely. when we, we were kids. 92, 94 went back to back, right? So they used to, I think, do them in the same year and then they, they did. And there. then they staggered. Yeah. So summer went in a two-year versus. Oh, the year. oh, I see. I see. He went doing. from ninety-two to ninety-four to ninety-eight. Okay, summer Olympics. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> no, I'm I'm excited for the Olympics. I'm too. Um, I don't see why Japan Tokyo would would want them at this point. At this point, goodbye. Punt. Punt you're not making, you're not having fans, you're not making money off of that. Yes, you've got these structures. You still have to pay people to man them. Mm -hmm. um, And maintain them. And to maintain, you're not bringing this huge infrastructure into your community of of people to add to the bottom line, uh, to bring in all this foreign money. Um, It's just too bad. I think it's a bad situation all around, Mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. All right, when in Rome or would you rather? I got a would you rather. All right. We talked about a little bit. We talked about the Bucs. Um, talked about football. We combined, would you rather pre-game in the Deer District for a playoff game okay. or tailgate at Lambeau for a Packer playoff game? Well, I've done the second one. I've tailgated at Lambeau for Vikings – well, okay, let's back up. Either venue, I don't think, is a traditional tailgate, right? There, is there people? Is there parking lots around Lambeau? Yeah, the people parking. Yeah. Okay, we've always parked on the street and found beer gardens. Okay, and and I've always found a parking lot or a. Yard, you know, people okay sell out their yards because I think Miller Park is like the best tailgate atmosphere that we have in this state. Oh, come on, not even close. I don't think it. No, I are you agreeing or disagreeing? Disagree, you're way better for fun tailgate than I I disagree. Okay, but anyway, well, then you're gonna answer this question the way okay, keep going. I think for me, I would feel more comfortable given maybe some of the things you said about the Deer District and some of the things that have gone on uh, at Lambeau. Good. And, I, and I'm at Lambeau. I'm a, I'm a football guy. I, I love the traditional football tailgate. Um, I love the cool, brisk weather of it. Uh, mean low tonight, um, it's nice and uh, Tonight's a great good, night. A little brisk. Um, but, yeah, I'll go football. But, man, does that Deer District look appealing to me. So. Oh, I'm not saying I'm out on it. I'm just saying, given the two, I would probably go Lambo. So you want to ask going? my wife if you can take me with you? Yeah, you can. Come with. Okay. Do I want to ask her no? <laughs> <laughs> we know she's not going to listen to this. So. Um, okay. No. When in Rome. When in Rome. This is uh, our back end of the Fourth of July holiday episode. Last episode we started with a happy Fourth of July. We got our American flag up there. My win in Rome is. Really more of a gripe, which is shocking. Last episode was Brian has some things to get off his chest. I hate the word or the phrase America. Oh, it's so hillbilly. I hate it. It should only be used like in the southernmost United States. I, I, I disagree. It shouldn't be used at all. How hard is it to just add that A on the front? That's where we freaking live. America. So, when I sent you those lame texts with me with my Budweiser, that's America, that got you going? Yeah, a little bit. Did you finish that Budweiser? I might have a couple left. Okay. Marketing got me. The red, white, and blue can had like the national anthem printed on the can. You could boil brats in that. It tasted fine. Uh, Do you want we should share with our listeners the most American slash, no, just American thing that I saw last holiday weekend? I think it was uh, Friday. I considered Friday part of the holiday weekend. Oh, it was it? a four-day weekend. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. So I go to the grocery store, and they have, and they have this all year long, red, white, and blue sign that says parking for military veterans. So I pull up, and in one of those spots is a beautiful, just clean, shiny, blue Chevy Corvette thinking dang that's freaking American on the 4th of July weekend in the veteran parking spot at the grocery store is a blue Corvette I go in I get what I'm getting I, I go to the liquor store section and I get what I'm getting and a guy in front of me is wearing his his jorts and his blue t-shirt tucked in and his USA hat and he's buying a case of Dos Equis. <laughs> and he got into that Corvette and drove away it was him. He he had it going until the those seconds. I, some hmm. of me thinks, yeah, he had it going until that. And the other part of me thinks that is American. That's what we do, sure. So yeah, you can get your beer, whatever kind you want. That was that was my win in Rome. All right. Um, was don't say America, and you can buy whatever damn kind of beer you want. And I totally agree with the um, America thing. Um, I think I might use it, but only in jest, and, and never in a. Real sense. So, okay. Sing America. All right. So, God bless America. God bless America and go Bucks. Don't forget to like, listen,
1: and smash subscribe. the like button,
0: subscribe to YouTube, freshman parking lot at gmail.com. Give us some feedback. We'd love to have you. Yeah. And Justin, travel safe so you can make it to the Pacific Northwest and get a better internet signal than they have in the hills of Colorado. Love to hear the uh, stories when you get them. <laughs> All right. Peace out on episode 42. We will see you next week.